Hey beautiful people, you are listening to Limitless, the podcast on faith, life and growth. I am your host, Ifeinwa Moronike, and over here on Limitless, we get into everything involving life as a young person in Christ and just how to live your life for his glory. So I just actually wanted to start this episode off with just like a little word for you guys. It's a new year. I just want you guys to choose this year to just be vocal about your faith. I want you to be the best you, go for your goals, learn new things, develop yourself. But I also want you to speak on your faith because people need to hear about God. And I know you think, nah, you know, that's for a certain type of people. That's for people that have like social media platforms or that have podcasts or have a blog or have a YouTube channel. No, like I'm talking about just people around you. Like I watched this TikTok video. The reason I'm bringing this up is I watched this um, TikTok video or was it Reels? One of them anyway. And there was a man who was going around asking, do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? And most people just laughed in his face or like, no, I don't know who you're talking about. It was probably just like two people that responded well. And it just goes to show that a lot of people are missing out on on the fullness of life. A lot of people are missing out on wholeness, completeness. A lot of people are missing out and they don't even know what they're missing out on. Like when people have that empty feeling and they don't know why, like you're trying to fill it up with all these things. You have a God-sized hole in your life and you're trying to fill it up with all these things to satisfy you and they're still not satisfying you or they satisfy you but for a bit. There are so many people out there who are living a permanently unsatisfied life and they don't know why and they don't know what to do to fill up that hole. And you know what to do to fill up that hole. So why not be a blessing to someone else and tell them about God? And you may feel like, nah, I don't want to be one of those Christians or those preacher Christians that are like awkward and weird and like, oh, <laughs> like I get it. I get it. There's ways you can do it. Use wisdom. But just in any way you can speak about God, speak about Jesus, evangelize. That word seems so big, but seriously, guys, evangelize. Because there are so many lost souls and it's so sad because end times are basically here. We're in the end times. And this is not to scare anyone. Of course, don't live in fear. Like, don't do that. But we really are in the end times. And so we as Christians and as disciples, we need to do our part. I just think that's so important. Um, It seemed like a heavy thing to start the episode off with. But I guess today's episode is kind of, it is kind of reflective. And I really do hope that it is a blessing to you guys. So yeah, today's episode, we are going to be basically packing away our past. So today's episode, let it go. We are leaving our baggage in the past. Emotional baggage, maybe guilt from your past, maybe based on what people have done to you or what you've done. We're leaving our baggage in the past, where it belongs, honestly. There is no need of carrying baggage and carrying burdens into our glorious future, the future God has for us. We don't need baggage into that. We're stepping into a new life. Okay, so... We're going to split this episode up into like two parts, should I say, because I think there are two types of phases of moving on or two types of ways you can move on. So one, we need to learn how to move on from our own mistakes, because as human beings, especially if you weren't Christian before and you lived a very, a very wild life, should I say, and sometimes that wild life is haunting you constantly. So We need to learn, okay, let's leave that in the past. We're a new creation in Christ. Let's leave our past ways, our past life 
where it belongs, which is in the past. And then number two, the second part of today's episode, we're also going to be learning how to move on from the mistakes of others. The things other people have done to you to hurt you, we need to move on from that. So I think if I were to ask, you know, how many of us have trust issues? I think most of us would raise our hands. Okay, I'm raising my hand. Okay, let me ask, how many of you guys have trust issues? I'm raising my hand. Or still struggle with trust issues? I'm raising my hand. Or how many of you are haunted by your past sometimes? It happens. And especially with trust issues, I think, you know now, when people say stuff like, oh, um, I've got trust issues, I don't trust people easily, I don't think that's even like a special thing anymore. I think most people have trust issues because most people have been hurt by someone close to them. In fact, it's usually the people closest to you that hurt you the most because they have access to you the most. So they know what hurts you the most. And then on the other side, we also have the things that we have done that we're not proud of in our past. And the devil keeps bringing up situations and things to remind us and to make it as if you will never move past your past. But that's not what the word of God says. I even remember when we were in school and um, we were having a discussion and we were asking like, you know, do you have any regrets? And there was one girl that was like, no, I never have regrets. And I was like, whoa, like, are you trying to say you're perfect? Or like, I, that's what I thought. I was like, okay, that means she must have lived a pretty perfect life, right? But then later on, I realized, no, I think what she means is I've done things in the past, but I'm not going to be held back by those things. I'm not going to be consistently burdened by the mistakes I've made. I've already moved on. Yes, I did some things I'm not proud of, but I've moved on. I'm not going to be bound by those things because if I'm consistently being bound by my past, it will be so hard for me to move forward in the future. You're trying to look forward in your life, but you're too busy focusing on your back. Like literally, imagine trying to walk on a straight path in life but you're facing backwards you're facing behind you that will be a very difficult journey a very difficult journey and the thing is there is nothing you can do to change your past so what do you gain from focusing on something you can't change you can try and amend the results of it but you can't change the past because God has so much in store for you so imagine you hindering God's plan for your life because you're focusing on the mistakes of the past or the things people have done in the past like i remember i think like 2020 this phrase of men are scum was so popular like ah men are scum da, 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 men are scum and then guys started doing it. women are scum women are scum one heartbreak shouldn't spoil your future relationships one heartbreak in the past shouldn't spoil a god-ordained relationship for you in the future there is someone god has chosen for you to be with a guy a girl for you to be with but because you are held back by the toxicity and the burdens and the baggage and the trauma of your past relationship, you're not allowing a God-ordained relationship to flourish because you still have that men are scum, women are scum mentality. Can we forget that mentality, please? Because not all men are scum. And if you're truly saying men are scum, then maybe the guys that surround you will become scum. If all women are scum, then maybe the females that will be around you will be scum because that's what you're attracting with your speech. What you say is so important. If you're consistently using past mistakes and the things people have done to you in the past to judge people in the future, you're never going to enjoy relationships. You're never going to enjoy people. You're never going to be able to trust people. And it's so important because we're not in this world by ourselves. We are in a community of people to help each other, for us to help and for people to help us, for us to love and for people to love us. So why spoil that from something in the past? And you know the funniest thing? Most of those people that you're harboring anger about that have done something to you in the past a lot of them don't even remember you or a lot of them may not know they've offended you or they do but they're living their life they've honestly they've forgotten about you 
they're living their life. But you're being held by something that they've done whilst they've moved on. You know, sometimes that can be so painful. Because, like, two people are beefing, or you think you're beefing, and the other person doesn't even know you're beefing with them. It actually happens. Maybe you have a little tiff with someone, and then the person starts ignoring you, and you're like, whoa, we're like where is this coming from and this person has been harboring anger towards you since morning poisoning themselves from something that you don't even remember that's how it is i mentioned this in my previous episode on 21 things i've learned in 2021 where my grandma said this thing my mom says this thing you refusing to forgive is like taking poison and expecting the other person to die from it forgiveness is actually more for yourself than the other person it's also for the other person but it's more for yourself to give you peace of mind so you can move on with your life because it's hard to move on as i said if you're carrying so much baggage from your past any one of our past mistakes anything people have done to us those shouldn't be hindrances in our future those should just be learning opportunities take every mistake take every hurt pain disloyalty take it as a learning opportunity okay this mistake has been made this has hurt me i'm going to move forward and i'm going to learn for the future that I'm going to keep certain boundaries in my life. I'm going to keep certain boundaries in my relationships so that people won't have too much access to my emotions. Because you actually need to be wise. The word of God actually says, guard your heart. He tells us to guard our hearts for everything we do flows from it. So be wise, guard your heart, but also don't guard it to the point where you struggle to love. That's the same heart you use to love and receive love. So guard it but also learn how to use it the way God has intended, which is to love your neighbor. Philippians 3.13, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it on my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. The things of the past, they are in the past for a reason. Focus on what lies ahead. Put more energy into what you're going to do to make a better future for yourself. Okay, so I think we should just get stuck into how. Let's, we kind of understand, you know, why leaving baggage in the past is, is important etc etc let's get into how we can actually do this because you know here we need to be practical we need practical tips so we're going to start off with moving on from your mistakes we are human beings we all have regrets we have all we all have a past that we are not proud of <laughs> and then we have parts of our past that we are proud of of course but for the parts that we're not proud of how do we move on and not allow ourselves to be burdened or to just feel guilt or shame or condemned because condemnation is not from god that's from the devil god wants to convict you that okay you feel when you made this mistake in the past but i want you to live this way i want you to live a better life the devil's like no you're going to hell nah, 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 nah. that's not god the devil will make you feel guilty and he'll make you feel shameful and disgusting and dirty that is not god rebuke that spirit that is not god rebuke the spirit of condemnation god will convict you and just tell you and lovingly tell you you did a wrong thing, but I am giving you the opportunity to live better. Live better today. Work better today. Love me more today. Seek me more today. Love your neighbor more today. That's God. So moving on from your mistakes, you need to give yourself grace. You need to first forgive yourself. I know the thing is, for most of us, as long as you ask God for forgiveness, his word says, 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So God is going to forgive you once you ask for forgiveness. But you can still be living in shame and guilt if you refuse to forgive yourself. If you refuse to forgive yourself, then you will still be held 
in bondage by your past. When God has freed you, you need to give grace to yourself. You are human. Look at Paul. How much of the Bible did Paul write? And Paul killed Christians for a living. In fact, he was on his way to Damascus. He was on his way to kill more Christians when God called him and was like, now I want to use you for me. When you read the books that Paul wrote, you're not thinking of, oh, this is the guy that used to kill Christians. He's not thinking of, I'm the guy that used to kill Christians. Because if he allowed himself to be bound by that past, he will not be able to fulfill God's purpose for his life. That's for sure. If Paul focused more on the fact that he was an ex-Christian persecutor, he would not be on fire the way he was on fire. He would not be doing what he was doing in confidence. Because he would constantly be scared, like, how can I be doing this? I used to kill these people, da 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 He didn't allow that to bring him back. You can't allow what you've done, unless you guys have been killing Christians, even if you have. Paul is an example of someone that did that and is now for Christ. So, I don't know what you did, but there is grace. We all have the ability to receive grace. By all means, process your feelings, journal, pray or talk to someone because it's hard, especially if you're harboring your past within yourself. It's hard. And it's hard for you to lift that burden of yourself if it's really bothering you, if it's something that's really serious. If you had been fornicating before and you're like, okay, you know, fornication is not something that you can undo. And so now you're in a life of Christ and you realize I shouldn't be doing this. I'm going to be celibate. But you're like, oh, but it's too late. I'm still not a virgin. I still feel impure, but God has purified you. I mean, 2 Corinthians 5 to 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You are new. You have been purified by the blood of Jesus. Why are you being held back by your past? Yes, you had a crazy past. Yes, you did some things that you may not be proud of. Yes, you did some things that you may not want to say in public. But that was your past. Your new creation. Forget about that. God has left that in the past. Why are you bringing it back? You've moved on from that season in your life. You are in a new season. Enjoy that season. You can't enjoy that season if you're still holding on to your past. And you know sometimes the devil can put some people in your life as if the purpose of them being in your life is just to to remind you of your past. Some people can constantly, you know, people, you have those people who they be like, oh, isn't that the girl that used to do this? Isn't that, or even if it's like a friend and they'll be like, oh, remember your partying days? Remember when you used to do this with guys? Remember um, when you used to do drugs? And, da, 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 da. and you could be like, hey, 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 that's my past. Keep it in my past. Set boundaries. In your relationships, set boundaries. There are certain topics you can tell people around you, I don't want you to be addressing this topic because I've moved on from it. Stop reminding me of my past. And it may seem harsh, but if someone truly loves you and respects you, they will respect your boundaries. In fact, that's how you know a true friend. If that person responds with contempt, if they're like, oh, who do you think you are? Calm down. It's not that deep. That's a sign like, this person is not my friend. Okay, that's, in fact, thank you. That is a confirmation that you don't want the best for me. You want me to be held by my dark past instead of moving me into the light that God has called me into. But if someone truly loves you, they'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know I was hurting you. I didn't know I kept bringing back your past. I want you to be a better you. That's why we're friends. I want you to be a better you. You want me to be a better me. And that's a loving friendship. You push each other to be better, to love God more, to know God more, to seek God more. Okay, and now the second part, moving on from the mistakes of others. 
So this could be a hard one because um, sometimes we can forgive ourselves, but the difficulty is forgiving other people who have hurt us, especially if the person doesn't even know they've hurt us. So they're not even apologetic and you're still there harboring anger and that person is good. They're living their life. Okay, can I be honest with you guys? Can I just be so, so honest? And you may not like this answer. In fact, many of you will not like this answer. <laughs> there are some who genuinely do not know they've hurt you. And you can pray, God, reveal this to them. Because I maybe you've expressed to them, but they still don't understand. They still think that they're in the right. You can pray and ask God, give them wisdom. Open their eyes to how they've hurt me. Or how they're still hurting me. Someone can be doing something continuously and they don't even know that it's really hurting you. But for those who know, you can still pray for them. You can still pray for them. Because you know what prayer does? It breaks the power of hurt. It is saying, it's telling the devil, you're not going to allow me to be in bondage to hate or to be in bondage to anger or bitterness. Me praying for this person is shaming the devil and shaming the hold he has on you. And the things you may not feel like asking God to bless them. But that's what God wants us to do. So do it. And it can really bring you peace. And for some of them, as I said, they may not know they've hurt you. Ask God to open their eyes. But for some of them, it's pride. Some of them know that they have hurt you. But pride is stopping them from admitting it. You can ask God. God, humble this person's heart so that they can understand. Or you can ask God, just give me the grace to move on. I'm tired. I'm literally tired of seeing this person and getting angry each time I see them. I am tired of, we're walking through a hallway and I need to take another direction so I don't meet them. Like, that's so, guys, that's so secondary school. That is so secondary school. We shouldn't be doing that anymore. If I've had an issue with someone, I always try and sort it out immediately. But, you know, even before that sorting out period, I don't have the energy for bitterness. I don't have the energy for avoiding a person. When the time comes, let's have a talk. Let's calm down. Let's talk about it. But in the meantime, I've got my life to be focusing on. Here's the thing. Forgiveness is a decision. You don't have to feel like forgiving someone to forgive them. You honestly don't. It is a decision that you have made that, you know what, whether the person wants my forgiveness or not, I'm going to forgive them for my own self-peace, for my own well-being. Another thing, stop gossiping about them. You're sitting around, maybe a girl has hurt you and you, you're with your guy friends talking about the girl, picking her apart, da 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 how are you helping the situation? You're not. Or vice versa. A guy has hurt you. You sit with your girls gossiping about the situation. How does that help the situation? It doesn't. In fact, it just increases the anger, increases the bitterness, increases the whole men are scum, women are scum. That is just toxic. I mean, the same way we want God to forgive us, we also need to forgive people around us. I mean, if you read Psalm 51 and um, basically David's prayer of repentance, when we're in front of God, you know, we want to bear all. God, forgive me. I did wrong. Wash me clean. We want the grace to be forgiven. But are we also giving others the grace to be forgiven? We want God to forgive us for those things we've done. We want God to forgive us for a horrible past. Are we forgiving our neighbor? Oh, nah, it only works between me and God. When it's me and a human being, it's different. No, forgiveness is forgiveness. Forgive. Forgiveness is forgiveness. Forgive. Now, I may not say forget because you need to learn from that situation, but forgive. And leave your past 
where it belongs in the past. Move on. And even with obedience to forgiveness comes power and strength because you have overcome that, that anger. You've overcome that bitterness and you've decided I'm going to move above it. I'm going to move higher than it. I'm not going to be bound by this bitter feeling and this growing feeling that is just consuming and it's not even healthy, it's toxic. Choose to rise above it. Overcome it. Romans 12, 21. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Overcome it with forgiveness. And also, guys, be wise. As I said before, guard your heart. So choose who you trust. Don't just jump into any kind of relationship or jump into anything just because, oh, you know, now I've moved on from my past. Everybody else is so lovely. Everyone is so... No, there are some people out there who may not love you the way you think that they do. So guard your heart. But also learn to trust again. Just choose who you trust wisely. Use discernment. Let God guide you when you want to find new friends or get into a new relationship. Let God guide you. Ask him. Because trusting the wrong person is risky. Learn to trust the right people. But of course, trust God first. That's like, that's like number one. Trust God first. Ask him to guide you. Is this person for me? And move forward. And with that, with forgiving yourself, with forgiving other people, comes spiritual maturity. Because it's a waste of time. With forgiveness comes spiritual maturity and growth moving forward. So if you are struggling with any of the two, either moving on from your past or from what others have done to you, I really do pray that this podcast episode was helpful or someone else that, you know, could really benefit from this podcast episode, then be sure to share, be sure to um, leave a review and leave a rating I really do pray you guys have an amazing 2022. Make sure you pray into the year. It's so important. Plan and pray into your new year. Okay, so guys, that is the end of today's episode. I really enjoyed talking about this and I really do pray that it was helpful. This is helpful for me as well because this was something that I had to deal with in terms of like moving on from past hurts or regrets and blah, 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 blah. So um, yeah, I just pray this was a blessing to you and this can be a blessing to the people that you share it with too. So guys... Um, Love you guys. Love you all. God bless you. See you next week. Have an amazing week. Goodbye, guys.